It's Jim Crenn, no restrictions, with comedian Tracy Jane. We're recording at my Southside Loft studio. We are excited about our show coming up Friday, April 28th at the Lamp Theater. Go to lamptheater.org for tickets. Still some tickets available. I love that theater. It's beautiful. Reminds me of the Oaks, but it's in Irwin, uh, downtown Irwin. We would love to see you stop by. Larry Richard is hosting the show, so we're going to have a lot of fun. Trace is all set and ready. She's had some back problems. Now, a lot of people out there listening have had and have currently back problems, and it's no joke. I mean, you really, you really got to watch that. I mean, you don't realize, when I say back problems, I'm not talking like achy back. I'm talking those of you out there right now that have disc problems or, you know, sciatic nerve and all that stuff. That it, it's until you have it. I don't think you truly understand it. I've never I, had I don't, it. I've been fortunate. I don't have it. I've, but I've seen you have it. I have other this family my first members time. and friends that had it. This is my maiden voyage. But I don't think it's really my back problem so much as my aging problem. Like, I'm starting to see, you know, I had tennis elbow from bartending. Never yeah. played tennis a day in my life. But uh, th- slinging drinks, I got me some tennis elbow. Now that feels better. Yeah. And now well, I hurt my back somehow. So I just think that that's, that's getting older, is that you have something that hurts, and mm. when that starts to feel better, something else starts to hurt. It's just a moving hurt throughout your body. So it just transfers around. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So you're never going to be, so once your back's healed, you, your shoulder will go or something you're saying, or whatever. Yeah. It's, I, you know, it's, it's, it's really, well, you get, everyone tells you, saying, you know, you got to you got to yoga. I can't do yoga. Well, you, I heard, I get injured doing yoga. When have you tried? I tried it a couple of times. I'm just not limber. I mean, you gotta be like limber. I mean, well, there no are people. Right, there are people right now working up. I don't think anyone's doing yoga to our podcast, but that would be cool if you're doing yoga. I would help you. I would do the <laughs> Deepak Chopra type voice for you. I'm doing yoga. Do your stretch. Downward dog. Market square <laughs> pigeon pose is my favorite. Just put your head back and forth real quick. Look for a piece of popcorn now on the ground. Look for the popcorn. Go stretch. Stretch your back. <laughs> now you're making me want to go stretch what? and do yoga. Walking. You should. <laughs> They're in a show. It's a new thing. We come do, on a health podcast. But I do a lot of yoga. I doubt that. I'm not a picture of health. But yeah, you do a lot of yoga. That's what's weird. I'm like this out of shape guy who watches TV and and uh, eats bad food. And here I have the. Shouldn't I have the bad back? I should. Have, well, you know what it is. I don't lift anything. That's the beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You lift the weight well, of the world when, on your shoulders. When you don't lift anything. <laughs> you don't get hurt. So that's the more. Thank you, Doctor Kren, for your sound advice. Yes, you know I, it's funny. Uh, Tracy jokes with me because I actually give doctor advice. You know, I could make it sound really good too. And until I have to remind everyone at the end of it, disclaimer: I'm a comedian. Remember that now, because because <laughs> what you know what it is you watch those shows. You start learning stuff. I mean, it's not, it doesn't, isn't real. You know, if you watch like, you know, you watch a bunch of seasons of Grey's Anatomy and all these, <laughs> you start to get the terminology, you know, and you start saying, you know, all this thing, well, you know, you need, you probably need 10 cc's of this and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you know, I got, I'm, I don't really get, I'm getting it from a TV show, you know? Yeah. Well, I will give you this. You were the one, I, Some, I described what, my pain was like in my back, and you said... Static that, nerve. Yep. I you, nailed it. You called it. That, I know. 
So that's we're watching the shows. This is so weird. You have picked up something. I'll give you that. I have no idea how that works. How I could have any idea, but yeah, for some reason, I think you watch enough TV. See, you know, it's worse. One step worse is um, I'll probably get like this. My mom Lou, eighty-four uh, year old Lou, she's hysterical. She watches the shows, but I don't know if you've noticed this or not, Tracy. You see, Lou, she. she Thinks she forgets. I think that the character's real or something on the show. Like, like we saw Kelsey Grammer on some award shows that we're watching. I go, oh, yeah, it's Kelsey Grammer. You know, Fraser. And she goes, Lou goes, oh yeah, yeah, he's a good therapist. You know that. <laughs> like, well, no, I don't know, Mama. See, you know, yeah, really, Patricia Arquette. You know what? She's she's amazing. What do you mean? She's like a medium. I'm like, no, 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 that's not. Like she kind of gets a little bit confused with it, but that's my next, I think that's my next step, man. <laughs> Speaking of me, you know, I used to watch those shows, all those shows, like Medium and all that stuff with uh, Patricia. So I get in, uh, into that whole thing about the ghosts and, the, and my mom has a million ghost stories, man. My mom's amazing with ghost stories. She's got them all, you know, and I'll listen to them since I was a kid. And like, you know, I said, okay, this ghost woke me up one night. You know, like, I don't know, some weird story show up about a ghost of <laughs> my grandmother. And, see, and it's all cool. It's all real nice. And uh, and something you hear, now, if you go to past episodes of uh, No Restrictions, I've done some shows on exorcism and on uh, Bob Cranmer's house, uh, The Demon on Bronzeville Road. We talked about The Exorcist and all oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, so if you go back... You know, you can listen to that. Uh, don't want to you know, go through it again, of course, for you. But so there. But I remember Father Mike, the exorcist in Pittsburgh. He 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 was uh, or was the exorcist. Every diocese has one to keep it pretty much quiet, basically. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Go back. Most most dioceses, Catholic. You know, it's, remember, it's I didn't a grow priest. up. I didn't grow up Catholic, so oh, you okay. have to explain these well, things. Mo- well, most. Well, you're not, not Catholic. It seems, it seems not Catholic. Not, it seems if you look at an exorcist movie or exorcist anything. Uh, they used to call a Catholic priest, usually, I guess. I mean, it seems like, right? I, mean, I, I don't tried. know if anybody's saying, hey, G- Jerry's a reverend down the street. Let's get... No, it's they got to get a Catholic priest. It seems, right? So, And they do have uh, an... Ex- I've, I've talked about this. I touched on this in other episodes, but they do have an exorcism school in the Vatican. They do, a school. And so my friend, Father Mike, who's retired, was an exorcist in Pittsburgh, which I always make Larry Richard laugh with this because I always tell Larry... He makes me do it all the time. He says, do the Pittsburgh Exorcist. This is my Pittsburgh Exorcist. Ready? <laughs> Get out. Got house, you demon. Got my house now. You don't pay no rent. You don't do nothing. You lay on the couch all day. Scaring people. Get out. Right now. That's it. That's it. That, I will dash you with holy yeah, water. That doesn't sound right like... Right your face. That doesn't sound like a ghost. That just sounds like a millennial. No, no, no. That's the exorcist. Yeah, Sorry. Well, maybe talking they, to the ghost. Maybe they just have a that's millennial the Pittsburgh ghost uh, the hang, hanging out, sitting on the couch, not getting a job, not paying rent. That sounds like a millennial. Do they scare millennials out? It is. It is they, well, the Pittsburgh <laughs> exorcist would scare. Every, would get everyone out. You know, it's well. The reason I bring that up is uh, we had touched upon this on episode, a uh, past episode, real quick, but. Uh, we did talk about the ghost that in my condo down the hall, if you have missed, if you missed the last episode, you see the last episode or episode before we talked about there's a ghost down the hall and in the laundry room, there's no areas to 
leave. There's no windows or anything. We got a washer and dryer and I had quarters in a stack and I went down the hall to get to move laundry, whatever from washer to the dryer and the quarters were gone and they were behind a box of Tide. Like they, they moved all the way, like two feet behind a box of Tide. So it's like, what is that all? And, then, and so I, I asked Jan, our manager in the building, about that. She said, We're, we have cameras here. So we looked at the tape. No one walked in that room. No human being walked in the room to do that during that time that I was waiting to go back up to the laundry room. So nobody walked in there. So long story short. You don't think somebody I, could be crawling in the, from the rafters? The, well, that's a pretty extreme Something crazy. weird thing that, I mean, Something. that would be weirder than a ghost if somebody's hiding in a rafter. Creepier than a ghost. Is I'll a take you down there. I'll take you down to we tape. There's nowhere to, to hide in a rafter. Well, There's no window or anywhere to hide. Nowhere. Creepier than a ghost is a homeless person living in your building I, like a furry little animal. No, I saw the tape though. No one goes into the, no one, no human being walks into that room. There's nowhere to hide in that room. So, the only thing I can say is even if you don't believe in ghosts, let's just say there's something bigger than us out there. That's what it comes down to. I, I think. think it's funny Maybe that you think... Maybe we don't believe that, but there's something out there. You think I'm crazy right. because I don't think it's a ghost. No, I don't think you're crazy. I think <laughs> I think you're... You, I think... And I respect everyone's viewpoint out there, too. There are people that don't believe that, and that's okay. But they can't explain it either. I mean, they could try, but there's no scientific way of explanation. Even Jan, our manager, isn't necessarily believing ghosts, you know? She just said, Jim, I don't know what to say about this. We watched the tape together. Were you missing any laundry? No, nothing. No. This was quarters not moved? They were not, they were just moved and not taken, which is weird because, you know, wouldn't they just take the quarter? But, but no, they're behind a box of Tide. It's all, it's just a weird little thing. And my mom, like I said, she has stories like this. And I'm sure everyone out there listening, somebody has a story about a ghost. I'm sure they do. Uh, but anyway, we have uh, a couple uh, women. I'm friends with uh, the angel ladies, which are uh, uh, mediums, and, and they're amazing. You know, I'm amazed by people who can do that. It's just an f- amazing talent. Like, you know, better people don't believe it, but hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm Catholic, and Jesus said there's prophets amongst us. It's really, you're not supposed to really believe it's not a God or anything. But I'm saying, I think there's something there that there are people can maybe have an insight or vibe or whatever it is. So, these women I know, the angel lady, Charlotte and Eileen, they're amazing. And I met that, these other uh, friends now, uh, Susan and Jean, two young women that they do uh, sisters. They're sisters and they do crimes. They like solve crimes like medium. Going back to Patricia Arquette, the real life uh, mediums. So it's pretty cool. So we're going to have them on the show. I've been playing phone tag with them. We're going to get them on hopefully next week. We're I'm trying ex- for next, next episode. I'm excited to meet them. And I want them to come here because I want to them to walk into the laundry room, get a vibe, and hear what they have to say. And uh, I met them at a Christmas party last year. Are we going to have them put quarters out? I think, well, well, let let them lead the way. But I met at a Christmas party last year, and it was phenomenal things they were saying about my life and people in my past. So they they really were very accurate. Uh, But I'll wait until we do the show, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, let let you be the judge, the listener. You you guys let me know what you think, but they're really amazing. Like Angel Lady, same thing. Really amazing to me. So, yeah, I'm just blown away by that stuff. I'm going to need to have some comfort locked and loaded in case they tell me I'm crazy too. No, they won't see you crazy. (laughs) But they'll they'll see things that, you know, 
relatives or whatever in your past and, and, and specific things about them, you know, like they knew my, my father just passed away about a year and a half ago and they knew, they said, we see work boots and stuff and he worked for the city and, and I mean, they were saying some specific things about him. They actually named his name. They don't really? Know. That's really cool. They gave me his first name and out of nowhere, I'm like, what? I mean, I mean, they didn't, they don't know. Him. They didn't know his first name. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. I, I just mean, don't understand why if you were a ghost and you had oh, your, your, yeah. your ghostly power, all you did was move some quarters. Like you're not going to well, do Well, I don't think it's, yeah, I think that's, it's like that's, a. That's what you're doing with it? Well, no, I, know, I don't know. <laughs> that's just it. We can't explain why, why me? Why do that? My, my mom has an apartment in Brookline and, and her door uh, was, she's trying to close it. It was like someone was holding the other end of the door. This happened a couple of weeks ago, she said, and it's pulling back and forth. It's just, she, there's no one behind the door, but it's like every time she pulled a little, like a six inches to her, it pulled back. And now she has had some weird things happening in this room, this phenomena, over the last two years. Weird little things like the door opening, closing, things like that. So there's something to do with that. So if there's nothing going on there, and there's, you know, why is that happening there? Why is, it's silly, but... I'd rather have it that way than like what Bob Cranmer goes through. If you read the Demon on Brownsville Road. Now, I remember Father Mike, the exorcist, he said that the good news rarely is he run into a demon. It's like 99% of the time, it's usually a spirit. He, he, he says like they didn't, go, they didn't go off to heaven yet or whatever. The, where yeah, they go stuck. to? They, like, I don't know why. It's, they're not... They haven't transferred over or whatever it is. No one can answer. These are questions no one can answer, but but it's something that happens. There's so many people that have experienced it. Are they and always they, mean or you, are they just nice? Sometimes. Most are most you said are just just nice, maybe trying to connect or something in some way that they can't. Who knows? There's no answer. When you watch those shows like a haunting, there's a show called A Haunting. Look at you look up on Amazon, it used to be on was on uh, A&E and on uh, the Channel America or something, the American Channel. It's phenomenal. It's a great documentary. If, you want to, if you're into uh, any kind of like haunting type shows, it's the best one out. It's called A Haunting. And uh, they go back to uh, Lorraine Warren and their husband. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. But uh, they're the ones that do all the uh, – they use their files for like several – you know, horror movies going on right now, ghost, you know, demonic movies. Uh, and Ed, Ed and Lorraine Warren. And uh, it's pretty cool because they're very religious. They're very good people. And they, but they, in the documentary, they show, you see the real Ed and Lorraine Warren. And uh, so it's kind of cool. But these people are talking in the documentary. Trace, they're not making, you know, it's just too many of them not making it up. Like they're talking matter of fact. I could understand if it's somebody messing around, making it up, delusional, whatever. But these are just people just saying, hey, this happened. I don't know what to say. And it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of scary. Like, well, I mean, it's kind of scary. I kind of think that <laughs> maybe some people were just more connected to that stuff than not. Like, I guess. Maybe, That's what maybe, I mean. The psychics. Are maybe weird. ghosts aren't trying to talk to me. Maybe they're like, well, yeah, no, she's not going to talk to us. She's not, uh-uh, not that one. Now, I, if you need to... Um, Find someone who doesn't respect space. Mm -hmm. Just put me in line for like a cashier or at the bank or something like that. And I always have somebody right behind me that needs to be like breathing down my neck two inches away. 
That's what I attract. Maybe some people attract the nice ghosts <laughs> to talk to and have their quarters That's moved around. I don't get that. I get it's the a nice I ghost. get the I get the yeah. Yeah, I've been lucky the so jag far. off that stands like. Yeah, I'll take. I'll butt. take the nice ghost every time. <laughs> so we're gonna have the second. So in, in, in the shift gears a little bit here, is to shift subject slightly. Um, on this subject, get your idea on this, but uh, I've been watching a lot of documentaries. On for some reason, there's one on Netflix on Waco, and there's a couple of them on cults, you know. And so, watch a couple of cult leaders. I'm thinking, I, I notice every cult leader. I mean, I'm thinking it's not a bad job to be a cult leader <laughs> until you get taken out. They definitely have a yeah, a fine. Well, let's put it this way if you're a cult leader, you gotta eventually you gotta give them the day till their worst gonna end, and and when they're wrong. That'd be the weird thing. Like, what you, you have egg on your face and you're warm. You know, they go, okay, it's going to end in this date. It's all, get ready. You have everybody together. You know, you're on a hilltop, wherever the hell you take everybody. I don't know where you take them when you're last day. So you're out and camping. I don't know. And they're waiting, you're waiting. And then, okay, the meteor didn't strike. You wake up the next day and they walk up and go, I just sold all my house. I sold everything, as you said. <laughs> You say, what do you? What do they do? He's, I'm sorry. I, hey, the weatherman does Doppler radio. They don't get it right. You know what, what, what's their excuse? Like that's when you lose your credibility as a cult leader. I think when you give a date, and then it doesn't happen at all. They all have that date too. Well, some of them cheat. They 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 make everyone jump off the cliff, which is not right. You should stick to your guns and see if it happens. You know. What was the guy? Johnstown. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy. Oh yeah, I can't remember his name now. But that's that's the drink, the Kool Aid guy. That was a Kool Aid dude. But like the, bad the, stuff. the one in New York, bad stuff. I knew somebody that was uh, was into the Nixium thing. Well, that's not yeah. That's a, that's, that's one of the that's like, a good one, right? That's one, yeah. More current well, ones. Keith, what's his name? Rainy Rain or something? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, he's the one that had like the sex cult. If you're gonna have a branding cult, again, if you're gonna have a cult, if I'm gonna be a cult leader, I want to. Lean toward the sex cult. I think that's what. <laughs> although all the cult leaders seem to have that rule. If you know what, go back to all the cult leaders. They all kind of have that rule where you know what? I don't want to do this, but I have to sleep with all the women in the cult. They don't want to, they, but they have to. I think. Well, they all have that rule. Was... He did. Everybody, everybody had. Even Manson had that rule. They, you can't have a. You never had a cult leader where they said, you know what? I'm loyal to my one woman. That see that woman right there with a shaved head and a the question mark carved in her forehead. That's my girl. None of you others. They don't do that. See, if they have, sleep with all the women, which is, it would be, if, let's put it this way. It's kind of a wild party. If you're, it's a, it's a party. It's a cult party. If you're loyal, I guess you just don't have the gift of a cult leader. There's no party like a cult party, but it, I, <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's, well, how do they get in? I mean, I guess it's, it's easy to say, Oh, I'd never do that, but you know, we're all human beings. I guess we all could possibly. Well, what about that cult. church one? The pray the wait away. Oh yeah, that Gwen. We just talked about that in a couple episodes ago. Gwen, uh, whatever her name is, Shamblin. Uh, Shamblin. Yeah. So. I mean, that was a church. That's but that still was like going a cult on too. That's still going on. Yeah, sort of. Right. Yep. It did. Well, yeah. I think anything that's Some a small cool. sect of group of people, right, that believe in this person's viewpoint only, and they're like kind of their. In a way, they're God in a way, and in a sense, they, I don't know. If you, Koresh, is that the guy? Is that the guy with the Kool-Aid? David Koresh? Is that the Kool-Aid guy? No, he's a different. Is that the Waco guy? He's a different, I can't yeah. remember. There's he's so many lines. Guy. Waco, right? okay. 
Let's look up. Let's look it up. Yeah, you're, you're fine. You're, yeah. All right, I'm looking You look right. it up. Okay. Well, so, yeah, so the guy with the Kool-Aid guy and the other, they all had, but they all did the sex rule, though. They're allowed to all have sex, I believe, with everyone. And that's, you know, all the women. So, they're kind of like you Hefner. It's kind of like a, but it's not you Hefner, but they have a, see, why would you, why would you want to have the end of the world if you had would, that cult going call? on? Why would you say, oh, wow, the world's going to end this thing? Where does that come? You're having a great time. You're having a cult leader. You got the world by the, you know, it's fantastic. You're growing your own food. I don't know if that'd be great. I'm not sure about <laughs> wearing a sheet all day and whatever they robe, whatever they wear. They did. never really a dapper looking. Let's put it this way. Hygiene's never on the top of the list of cult leaders. Noticed. You don't, don't, you don't think you'd... Really into hygiene. You do well in the commune? Me? I, I would never make it. They have no cable television. <laughs> There's no cable. There's no, you know, I don't even think they have refrigerators. I think you have to like like some root vegetables in a bag you got to pull out and eat uh, as your snack. I don't know. It's not good. But yeah, I'm not cult material. I'm not a good at following things. I can't share food. When I go to, uh, you know, ah. is, that, is that your phone dinging? Yeah. You know, all your messages take, coming in. Well, because I have to it take it off of That's all right. airplane well, we gotta so find I out. can look up David Koresh. But I yeah, wanna... he's the Waco guy. Okay, he's Waco. That's why that's what was in my, my mind because I saw the documentary. Look up the Kool-Aid guy. That one is. Okay. That one That one was bad. They were all pretty rough. But uh, it never ends good for a cult leader. So uh, that's our message to people out there. Don't start a cult. Well. Uh, say no to cults. Uh, you know, we're, we're good with messages here. Say no to cults. Don't start a cult. There you go. That's your message for today. That's <laughs> well, I mean, it's the same with being like a. Yeah. Like a dictator and everything like that. It's not going to end well. you got to be no. pretty ruthless and scary because you're not going to retire. Pressure. A lot of pressure. You're not going to retire. You. Somebody's going to come get you. You're going to get you know yanked out of a foxhole. True, but like, while, you're, while you're a dictator, you, you know what? You can do no wrong because every mistake's not yours. It's everyone else's. Kind of good. Wake up in the morning. Hey, I'm the dictator. They say, well, you made a mistake. No, you didn't. We're going to behead you. There you go. Boom. Gone. <laughs> All you... <laughs> You know, people People right now say you're going to work. Wouldn't you be like, if you're on your way to work right now or thinking of your job and that one person annoys you, you'd be like, can you imagine if you're the dictator? You could say, you know what? You just annoyed me. I'm going to put you in the basement for a while or whatever the dictator would do. Pray worse. But still, I wonder why they get so mean. Why do all dictators, do you ever notice they're all mean? I mean, you get everything you want, right? You're the dictator. Why are you so mean? Why wouldn't you be like a nice dictator? Why wouldn't you be a nice ghost and just move some quarters? Most over? are. That's why they are. See? Most so, are nice. So why Different can't you thing. be a nice Dic- cult leader? I, that's Well, let's forget the ghost. Let's go cult leader, dictator. Why can't you be a nice cult leader? <laughs> why can't you be a nice dictator? You got everything. You got the whole cable package. People are paying it for you. No one else has cable. Harvesting your root vegetables. They all have it better than everyone else do the leader. Second in command is kind of rough. On the dictator things because if you watch documentaries or TV made for TV shows or movies, the second in command's always trying to get to the first. Yeah, oh, that's the one you got. Every watch cult out leader for. has someone nipping at their heels. Oh, that's the one you got. to Just watch like out any for. job, you got to watch out for that. <laughs> okay, one so, at all. So it was Jim Jones. Jim Jones. And that's Jonestown. That and is so unfair what he did because I love Kool Aid. I would have fell for it. And it was like they all had the same. 
like tennis shoes if and was, stuff, well, and like yes. outfits. And uh, or wait, no, that was different. If it, I, they may have had tennis. Anyway, so um, I they, think they, they did. They drank the Kool Aid. And if it's grape Kool Aid, grape Kool Aid, how do I say no to that? I don't. So I guess you can't smell the cyanide. Well, no, it's, that's just it. Yeah, you should, you know. But he killed like a thousand mean. people. I know. And then Terrible. shot himself. And then himself. I know. Not not a good guy. That's why I said. That's our message. Don't start a cult. Don't fall. Weird that he shot himself after that. Like he didn't just drink the Kool Aid too. Yeah, he probably had, I think he had maybe he had stomach issues or something. <laughs> he was getting sugar. Sugar was weird. He's like you know, he, he was kind of watching his triglycerides and that I can't do the Kool Aid. I'm this a is, cult leader. I can't go out like that. I, I got to make it big. I guess it's, something happened there. Well, he wasn't all this. Not the sanest person, I guess. <laughs> I have too many pet peeves to be in a cult, though. Like, I, I can't, I hate sharing food with people. Like, you know, you go to a group and you're like, right? And you go, you know what? Let's all share. And you're like, why does this person want to share? But you go with it because you were throwing But Why do they want to share? Like, if you share your food, you nine times out of ten, you're going to eat the less, the, the least food you're going to eat is the one you wanted. Someone else is going to eat your food. Like, if you got, you know, especially Chinese food. They're going to go right for the dumplings or whatever. If you like socks, you go for dumplings. <laughs> you order dumplings, you're going to get one dumpling. Everyone else is going to eat this, and you're going to end up with a bunch of weird whatever they ordered. So if Why the, not just... If the psychics come to the podcast, mm -hmm. we shouldn't order Chinese food because you're going to eat all the dumplings. Well, no, no. I'm just saying we never should order... <laughs> no, we should always <laughs> order Chinese food. Just don't. I just don't like to share. It's my pet peeve. We have, we have a pet peeve that bothers us. That is one of them. There's two with me with food. Uh, one is, I don't like the sh the sharing thing because I like to eat my. You know, if I go to a restaurant and I want to eat something, I like okay, I like to eat this. I don't want to share it. Maybe that one. And there's one other thing in restaurants that I'm like. I don't think you're caught up to be a cult leader. That is for sure. But, <laughs> no, no, leader would be good because I could have my way. I could say well, no one shares food. That's part of my cult. You can have cable with your part of my no part of my cult. We don't share food. We get our own food. That's it. There's no communal bull crap here. Get your own stuff. But anyway, the. Uh, uh, the thing is, I, the other peeve I have is restaurants that have chairs, the tables real, real close to each other. Doesn't that annoy you at all? You know, they have like the New York style. Yeah, I've been 16 in New years in, the, in New York. It's, so I'm That's a New York style. So it's overcrowded and you got to do that. But in Pittsburgh, you don't have to do that. They just do it. To, there aren't a lot of restaurants that do do that. You know, uh, now you know what I'm talking about. You're listening out there that you sit down, the table just a Six inches yeah, away is next right to you. next to you. Larry David actually has done an episode on Curb about this. Really? Yeah. It's just, it's like you're at dinner with this pe these people next to you. Because <laughs> they can hear everything you're saying. You can hear everything they're saying. How do you enjoy your meal with these two people on the left and right, right yeah. side? You're just squeezed in this little area. New York was so, I mean, you were always That's crammed common, in. right? Everybody, people were always up in your grill. There was just no space. You can't That's why, like, it. now that I'm back here in Pittsburgh, most restaurants are you got you have it's, room. It's lovely, right? You know, you have space. But most then, when people don't respect it, like if I see somebody double park, right? I'm like, they need to be sentenced to six months in New York so that they learn to respect space. Oh, that's, the, that's <laughs> well. We still have parking problems here. We're we're up there with we can we can compete with New York and other cities with parking. Uh, that's thus the parking chair became famous, which is we respect the chair. No one touched the chair. It's like your your little space. <laughs> Southside can't get parking. 
north side you can't get but a lot of places can't get parking it's like gold to get parking so we have that going for us <laughs> uh, speaking of restaurants and i'm switching all over to here but uh everybody right now including tracy who's an at, perfect you know like you girls just don't worry about it. you're looking you're beautiful you look perfect don't worry about it. and and she's on a diet for some reason you, you don't need to be on one but you're on, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, everybody's and on I a diet it. now. And I hate it. I'm day three and I hate it. Well, it's not, you don't have a, you look perfect. I take my shirt off. I am built like my Uncle Ed. I'm thinking, <laughs> I need to do something. Well, I shouldn't have let it go over the winter. Well, bikini. Should paid more attention. Bikini season is coming you know, and I have to spend myself. a few days out of the gym because I have to baby my back. So, yeah, you know, going back to the back so, thing. Um, so I'm, di- I'm dieting for maybe about a week or so while I, so I don't, I don't want to go backwards. I don't it's got to annoy you. People that are in shape, they got to be annoyed. People like me who's out of shape, giving advice, giving, we all do. Everybody that likes to give advice. It's usually the guy <laughs> that's out of shape or gross. No, you should do. <laughs> got to cut out your carbs. You know, I'm on this new diet. <laughs> really? I'm doing paleo. and it's, Oh, yeah. My, I got a headache at... What's um, that? That's no carbs, right? Yeah, it's that, no carbs. Deal. It's like eat like a caveman. So okay, you're limited. To, no dairy. No. Um, I did that for a while. It wasn't good for me because I just kept eating bacon every minute. No, that's Adkins. That was not. Yeah, that's both of them. I think. Well, I think I made them all the same. I just ate bacon. <laughs> I just decided, <laughs> and somehow I lost a couple of pounds. So I just kept eating more bacon until <laughs> I got tired of eating bacon. <laughs> did like, your face break out? No, actually, it's pretty good for a while. Really? Yeah, just I got indigestion after a while, a little acid <laughs> reflux. <laughs> you eat, think? Eat ten pounds of bacon for, for a month. <laughs> You're like the guy in grumpier old I men. I lost weight, but I you know what I eat had for breakfast? Acid reflux. Bacon. You know what I eat for lunch? Bacon. Bacon. That's what I did. And I usually drink my dinner. I have friends, and I know guys out there, Atkins, man. I was like, you just eat cheeseburgers every minute. Every minute. Without the bun, then you're Oh, fine. yeah. We can't. No bun. Mayo, <laughs> cheeseburger. It's like, you could eat all you want. You know, and it, it was awesome. <laughs> and then realized then later, you're like, well, that's not what he meant. <laughs> <laughs> By eating all protein. Hey. Although it kind of worked. Sort of. Your, your skin turns a little orange. But other than that, <laughs> it works. You lose some weight. <laughs> but not the interrupt trace. So I just mentioned again. The Lamp Theater. April 28th, 8 o'clock show, lamptheater.org. Get your tickets now. Larry Richard, Tracy Jane, myself. And it's going to be a fun night, so I hope to see you there. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Very, well, very excited. It's a, it's, um, a great theater. There's mm. not a bad seat in the house. It's um, no. lovely, you know, restored little theater and everything like that. Great place to perform. Great place for comedy because it's... Uh, not a huge high ceiling and everything like that. I think I think it's perfect. Got some comedy. new material for you too. If you, yeah. saw, if you saw the Oaks a few months ago, I have new material for you. new stories, new things happened. Obviously, um, also I give you let's give you a little tease of my workout routine since we're talking about weight loss. I figured this out. This is a great way to do it. I I go to the gym and go to Marshalls or TJ Maxx. If say your waist is thirty eight or thirty six or thirty eight, buy a go to a big and tall man store. This is mainly for guys. Uh, this diet exercise move, buy like a 48-inch or 52-inch pair of jeans, pull them out at the gym, say, this was me, 
nine months ago. And people start plotting. They're like, I can't believe you did that. You know, like, that's you're so, my advice. You're, I get you you're going. so strong and inspiring. Yeah, you oh. did. How'd you do it, Jim? How'd you do it? Well, I fished for compliments that weren't true. <laughs> Sorry. So as we're winding down the podcast here, you're, everyone out there, hope your back's feeling better. You have a bad back. <laughs> Trace, how's your back, would you say? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Bikini season's coming. That's all that matters. Over the back, right? Yep. Is, is that it's, your main thing? Yep. I'm more concerned about bikini season than the health of my back. <laughs> hey, uh, Vanity at its finest. By the way, uh, Irwin uh, is not too far from uh, Steubenville, which right? is your home. Wintersville, but yeah. stomping around Steubenville, right? Yep. But. Yep. What, how about 30 minute, would you say, drive or something like that? Uh, I, that think, I think Irwin might be about a 40 minute drive. Either way, um, uh, I know we were in the Steubenville Herald Star, and uh, I'm uh, hoping to see some of your friends, right? Some of my friends and family come out. I'm sure they will. I can't, can't wait for the show, and we'll party. So, hey, come out to the party. I'll have my new seat from Pants and Hat on. And then I lost four pounds, so <laughs> you won't notice it until I lose. Six, which will then I'll gain it. I'll probably gain it back by Friday, so forget it. Look at you. You're I'll get ready. It back the You're next ready for bikini season. In, I am ready for bikini season. Be, uh, Are like, you going to wear a bikini to the show? That's a scary thought, Trace. We don't want to, we don't want to end with a, a, a ghostly thought, a scary thought for people. We started with scary. We don't want to end with scary. So. That's Jim, Jim Cren, no restrictions with Tracy Jane. We'll see you hopefully at the show uh, April 28th at the Lamp Theater. Thanks so much.